four minutes early on a Wrestle Kingdom weekend here on the Social Suplex Podcast Network. I am here with all things elite, Floyd Johnson. Floyd, how are you doing? I am doing well. Uh, unlike many of my com- uh, counterparts or colleagues, I am, uh, this is my normal, huh? You're used to this? I'm used to this. This is my normal schedule. This is like the once or twice a year that working overnights actually works out out because it's usually this time in Dominion. You know, I'm just like, everyone's like, oh, I got to stay up late. And I'm like, this is three o'clock in the morning is like three o'clock in the afternoon for me. (laughs) Yeah, it's not that for me. Um, I mm-hmm. I survived night one with just two cups of coffee and lots of decaf iced tea. And didn't think that was enough, so I got five energy drinks <laughs> and only drank three of them. Well, I was telling people that uh, uh, failing to prepare is preparing to fail. So to make sure you got a nap and had at least two energy drinks ready. Yeah, I got a nap in around, I got my sleep January 4th around 8 to 11, and then I got my nap in from 1 to 3. And then I watched the football. Yeah, uh, I, I stayed up to watch the Patriots game, uh, finished that. that uh, I mean, those I, games actually, were bizarre. Actually, I let me tell you, the first game is what I finished because it went into overtime. Yes. And I finished that game. I slept and then woke up to watch the last quarter of the Patriots game. That 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 Bills that Bills Texans game was bizarre. It was bizarre because the Bills were comfortable, and then the Texans got up and they had. Uh, they had to, you know, they were on the other 30 with like a minute left and somehow it still went to the overtime. Uh, Texans covered to two and a half. So I was very happy. You bet the Texans? I bet the Texans. And what did you bet on the Patriots game? I bet the Patriots. So you still got the Patriots winning. Yeah. I, but I had, yeah. But the dynasties. Oh, no, you didn't because. They weren't able to hold the one-point lead. They were uh, not. See, the Patriots Patriots lost, and that hurt my soul because I bet on the Patriots to win. I just thought Tom Brady in Foxborough was a slam dunk. Yeah. But the Titans. for Floyd Johnson here. Um, uh, I was about to say Titans. Titans uh, basically just pounded the ball and kept New England off the field. Yep, that's what they did. Picks for tomorrow, but real quickly before we go to Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, Dalvin Cook is not 100%, no matter what they tell you. He's going to be at best 80. Uh, he is the vocal point of the Minnesota Vikings offense, so I'm taking New Orleans plus the 8.5. And, and then uh, the X game is basically a pick em because it's, uh, my, uh, it's minus, one for, uh, minus one for Seattle. And I'm going to go ahead and take Seattle because when I don't really know, I just take the best quarterback. I may have to lower the quality of the stream. Uh, I don't 
know how to do that, so people will experience buffering. Oh, okay. YouTube is not receiving enough video to maintain smooth streaming, it says. And I'm like, what the fuck are you expecting here? <laughs> it's audio. Some people do it with a blank screen. I'm not doing it with a blank screen, at least. I don't know what the fuck's going on. So, viewers in the chat, can you still hear us? If that's the case. If that's the case, then you'll buffer, but you, they'll still hear us. I'm recording this anyway, so. Okay. We'll continue. And then, and then I, I'll pick the Saints as well. I'm picking my Philadelphia Eagles because I'm from Philadelphia. <laughs> Philly, Philly's hot right now. Uh, Seattle is just one of those teams that Russell Wilson's one of those quarterbacks I don't bet against. He's just like, I. if it came down to it, I would probably just not bet. Because he's just... I've lost so much money betting against Russell Wilson. Right. Oh, I I, I now understand what you're saying, man. <laughs> yeah, I've lost a lot of money betting against Russell Wilson. Like, it's, seriously. It's not buffering <laughs> on my end, you know. You know, there's like a little player on my end, and mm -hmm. it's not buffering. So I don't know what the fuck's going on. And it looks like it's not buffering. I'll look at my phone. Technical difficulties here. It's not buffering. It's not buffering. So I'll keep an eye on it. I'll keep an eye on it because, um, yeah, I'll keep an eye on it. So. You don't bet against Russell Wilson. I do not. I would do not. If I thought Seattle was going to lose like all the way, I would just probably abstain from betting because okay. he has killed me so much. <laughs> How about Penn State basketball? My friend Beast Mike is an alumnus of Penn State. Recent alumnus. They beat the Iowa Nittany yesterday. The Nittany Lions. They beat Iowa? Yeah. Is Iowa good? Iowa's pretty good this year. They're 22nd in the country, and Penn State's 19th. I am, as I've stated on here, a Florida State fan, and we beat Louisville uh, yesterday. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty good. Um, let's get to the wrestling. <laughs> because let's get to the wrestling. I got the, schedule. I got the results in front of me. I'm ready to talk. I have talk. the results right on the screen as well. I'm going to get the grapple consensus. On my phone as well to get this, get the, I have the Wikipedia consensus, which has the times and the, uh, and the, uh, who defeated who, but, but for the consensus, holy crap, Okada Naito's average rating, woof. What's it, five? 4.9 out. Yeah, I can, I, I mean... 144 ratings thus far. Their servers have been doing good for Naito. 
Yeah, uh, I had two fives this week, so I'm ready to definitely talk about both of those. All right. I had three fives. And most people did. Um, so, we have Wrestle Kingdom. First, we had a dark match. Mayu Iwatani and Arisa Hoshiki versus Hanakamura and Julia with Jungle Kiona and Konami ringside. Yeah, I mean, they didn't show it, so I literally all I see is the result. Yes, but I saw some photos. Um, from what I heard from the live reaction, they did get a nice reaction. Looks like they gave him some time. It's time. It's supposedly nine oh four. Longer than some than the two pre-show matches. Uh, longer than three of the uh, show matches on the main show. So they gave the Stardom ma- girls a lot of time. Yeah, I, f- I found out they weren't legally allowed to show the match on the stream right, on NGP. Right. Because of contracts. Yeah, and it sucked because I was really looking forward to that match. I've never seen a stardom match. I guess I'm going to have to uh, use someone's stardom login to check out one. Yes. Then we had the pre-show proper. We had Toa Hanare, Carl Fredericks, Clark Connors, and Alex Carver from the LA Dojo Boys versus Great Bash Hero of Togi Makabe, Tomonaki Hanma, Yota Suji, and Yuri Yomura. Um... God, don't let Vince McMahon see Yota Suji. <laughs> he is uh he's a hoss, isn't he? He is a hoss, man. That was yeah. my first thought. And then my second thought was Carl Fredericks is a boss. Yeah, uh Carl Fredericks is I saw Voices of Wrestling tweeted out he'll be main eventing the Tokyo Dome in five years. He say he told they said to pin the tweet. I am very impressed with him. I like to see he he has the look, he has the talent. You know, I like to see him with you know. This and then is one they of those. Retweeted it later, and they said Makabe bumped for him. So scratch that. Three years. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of those. He's one of those people you look at, and he looks like he has everything. But the New Japan process is so long. Dude hasn't you know really. Went to excursion and got his character yet, so I, I, I'm yeah, waiting to see know. what he. We don't yeah, know. We, yeah, we're waiting but to see what he's gonna like be. They're doing things with him that other young lions don't get. Yes, absolutely. Especially in the world tag league. And that's your first sign that they believe in you is when they let you do more as a as a young boy. Yes. Yeah, so the LA Dojo Boys and Hanare Hanare got the pin on. Was it Yamura? Yeah, uh, Suji. He pinned Suji, actually. He pinned Suji in 736. With the Toa bottom. Uh, I was going to give uh, Toa some very much props. He That dude's been in the gym. He is looking amazing. Uh, he, he might actually start getting a little few more wins this year. Yeah, he might get some more wins this year. and It's good for him. Good for him. I gave this match a last three stars. Yeah, I mean, it's what you get when you get the young boys. Three stars, definitely. Unfortunately, we get the old guys. Ten Koji of Ten- Hiroyoshi Tenzan and Satoshi Kojima defeating 
Yuji Nagata and Minabu Nakanishi. And God, Minabu Nakanishi tried, but he couldn't move. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things. You know, this is something that happens in New Japan that doesn't happen in other companies, really. Because, you know, as far as other major companies, most of these people would not be wrestling on TV. But, you know, he did what he could. It was a good pre-show match. Yeah, I gave it two stars. Uh, yeah, I think I gave it two and a quarter or two and a half. Two and a half is like my mid of mid. <laughs> yeah, that's everyone's mid of mid. Yeah, so two and a half. That's what I'll stick with. And then we had the first of two Jushin Liger retirement matches. Naoki Sano, Shinjiro Otani, Tatsuhito... Takeyawa and Raitsuke Taguchi with Kuniaki Kobayashi defeating Jushin Thunder Liger, Tatsumi Fujinami, the Great Sasuke, Tiger Mask with El Samurai Norio Hanaga as referee. Yeah. This was, uh, this was a blast. It, it was really fun. Now, I can say uh, I am not a student of Japanese wrestling, so I knew a lot of these names, but I had never seen them like work. But what they were able to do at the age they were, it was pretty freaking remarkable. Naoki Sano. Let's give props to Naoki Sano, man. So I will, I definitely enjoy this. Especially on night two. We'll, we'll get to it in night two when Naoki Sano really showed up. Great Sasuke is a lunatic. Taking that apron bump. Yes. Like flopping in at, like at Weekend and Bernie's. Yeah, he uh yeah, and you know, to Gooch getting the win. Uh we were uh in the the people in the gallery were a little shocked over that one. I wasn't so shocked. I thought Otani would get the win over Liger, but Taguchi is a good choice because he's a roster member. Yeah, I thought Liger might get the win in his second to last match and then take the L in his last match. Yeah. Yeah. But this was an eight fifty two. Yeah, yeah. Taguchi hit the Dodon. Suzuki-gun yeah. of Zack Sabre Jr., Minoru Suzuki, Taichi, El Desperado, defeats Los Ingobernables de Apona, Sonata, Evil, Shingo, and Bushi by submission. Yes, the uh, Zack Sabre Jr. taps out Bushi with the gym, breaks armbar. It was a New Japan 8-man tag match. It was. I mean, I mean, that's what it was. I rated it 2.75. Uh, yeah, I gave it. To, I gave it to Gentleman's Three. <laughs> you know, it was just like it wasn't horrible. It was just what you expect. I wasn't so kind to the next match. <laughs> okay. Chaos of Hiroki Goto, Tomohiro Ishii, Toriano, and Yoshihashi versus defeated Bullet Club of Kenta, Battlefly, Fale, Yujiro Takahashi, and Chase Owen with Pieter. Pieter. So yeah, again, average, average, boring. I gave it two and a half. I gave it I mean, two and a half too. It was <laughs> like you just gotta, you just gotta. It, it was one of those ones you just had to get through. It's like okay, let's get through this and let's get to the real wrestling. And the grapple consensus on it was two point six eight on that with four hundred twenty five ratings and two point three five. With four and six ratings. So we're right on the money here. Then we have Gorillas of Destiny versus Finn Juice. I really enjoyed this match. I, I did. Um, 
I, I, you know, the tag team division. This is a flat four. You gave it a flat four. I went three seven five. I thought this was a really good tag match, and I, the title change is needed because very ironic to say that the tag team division in New Japan had lacks juice. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, with that. Uh, Juice and Juice and David Finley being the champions, you give a hot uh, babyface tag team to carry the belts, and of course God are going to always chase them. So hopefully we can maybe get some other tag teams in there and change the tag team division for the better. Yeah, it, yeah. Hopefully they book the tag team division better in twenty twenty. But probably not. <laughs> it's not a focal point. That is that is not their bread and butter. That is not what they think is drawing and you, money. Yeah. And, you, and you think Gato would stress tagging wrestling since he's a territory guy, since he loves territory wrestling, but he's not. Um, average. I'm way above the mark on this. 3.17 with 487 ratings on Grapple. Yeah, I was above too, but I, I definitely love that three points. I thought it was really good. And then Lance Archer, John Moxley. Holy fuck, they killed each other. Oh, uh, yes. Now, this, to me, this is when the show, like, I know the tag team match was good. This is when the show started. And Lance Archer with his murder hawk, and Moxley is the coolest man on the planet. They just they looked at each other and they said, "We're gonna hurt each other, and we're just gonna be okay with it." Uh, that that uh, like everything, the the chairs from the very beginning. Uh, he hit the um, what's uh, what's uh, Lance Archer's finisher called? Where he goes the over the head? EBD claw. Not the EBD claw. Uh, it was the one he used before that. Oh, man, uh, I hate when my brain goes blank like this. But he did that slam on top of chairs. Oh, right, 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 right. I can look it up. Yeah, his old finisher. He did that on top of the chairs of Moxley. Moxley oh, shit. Barely. Wikipedia doesn't have the moosh thing anymore. Fuck. It, it does not. Uh, and I can't remember what it was called. But uh, he did that, and I was like, oh, my God. I thought he was actually going to get the win. Uh, but... You know, Moxley, like I said, coolest person on the planet. Uh, everything he does looks legit. He did that uh, double. He did the uh, paradigm shift or the death rider, depending on what organization you're in. And he did it off the apron through the table. I was like, oh, this match is over. And that's how it ended. It was amazing. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. Yeah, that's and the best. Down. The best thing about this, and I, I did not mean to cut you off, I apologize. Uh, the best thing about this match is that it only went 14 and a half minutes. I think when you go all-out brawl matches, that's about as long as it should go. Yeah. And I thought that I thought this match was perfectly timed and ended with a definitive winner. I went, I went four and a half on grapple. I should adjust it to 4.25. That's what I went on my spreadsheet. So I'm I, I, I went, I went to, uh, people might get tired of us agreeing, but I went four and a quarter on this match. Yep. 
And then we have Will Ospreay versus Hiromu Takahashi. Oh my god. Good lord. <laughs> good. Good fucking lord. Yes. Uh, they had this one transition where uh, Will Ospreay got him on the outside of the ring and then uh, he he did a like a tope and landed on his feet because he missed. Then Hiromo oh, tried to throw him back in the ring and then he landed on his feet again and then came back with a Sasuke special. I was like, I couldn't breathe. And apparently he broke his ankle during, broke his heel during that set sequence. Oh my God. Because you're not supposed to be able to do that. Those are inhuman moves. Your body is not, your body eventually says, you know what? You are human. Because that is the natural reaction of any normal person trying to pull that off. They would break something. Yeah, his ankle sort of turned if yeah. you look closely in the landing. And then he went the rest of the match like nothing happened. He hit that... Uh, he had so I, uh, much poise. Yeah, hit the shooting star express that looked prettier than anything I've ever seen. Uh, they had a, a... You know, he and got a... strength. Adrenaline's one hell of a drug. Yeah. Hiromu's neck held up because he took that hidden blade like a champ. God, that hidden blade looked too good because, because, I my suspension of disbelief was sort of taken by aback by his sudden burst of offense. Yes, and I love uh, he he tried to do it two times before, and Hiromu felt him coming and knew to die, and he did catch him with the os cutter, but he didn't catch him with the super os cutter, but he caught him with the os cutter. It looked good, like that transition when he hits the os cutter, lands, and then floats over right into the pinfall. Like I, it's Will Osprey does stuff every match. Uh, that no one else in the world can do, and it's just and beautiful. Hiromu is just has that charisma, has that it factor. And, oh yeah, Hiromu, he made sure he was a hundred percent before he came back because I tell you, you couldn't see tell if he missed a step in this match. This match was damn near perfect for me. Uh, you know, Hiromu's new finisher, uh, He's which calling is called, a time bomb too. <laughs> time bomb too. And uh, yeah, I went four seven five on this. I, I went I don't, full five. I and I and after talking, I know what spot it is. <laughs> Everyone's yeah. giving it on Twitter. Yes, I just the, the drop kick. See, with me, it wasn't that. I, I the closing sequence, even though great, I thought it was a little too definitive for me. It was oh, just like yeah. Hiromo just was. On oh, top. that's what did it for you. That yeah, that, yeah, it was just he just won, you know. And it was like in the two matches that I gave fives. As we get to them, it was just the closing sequence. Even down to the last thirty seconds, you really didn't know who was gonna win. Correct. Yeah. So I was like, I thought it was a really, really like four seven five. I'm like, it's damn near perfect. It's match of the year. Yeah, yeah, so it's like it's in the notebook. I will be talking about it at the end of it's the year, the maybe. Spreadsheet. Yeah, the junior match of the year. So it was an amazing match. I, I it's will... right at four point seven five in Grapple, six hundred and forty four ratings. It's yes. averaging at four point seven five. Yeah, and like I said, I will not argue anyone that gave it a five. I will not. It was just my 
personal everything, you know, it was 475. Jay White versus Naito. What do you think? Character they, match? But I love were, this match. They were character match. I love the match. I love Jay White's style of storytelling more than I love Naito's. Uh, yeah. But but the first, like, 10 to 15 minutes, Did literally everybody in the room was about to fall asleep. So I still thought it was a great match. I went 4.25. I went 4 yeah. three quarters because the oh. uh, finishing sequence was so out of this world that it, it was undeniable. Yes, I like. I really had no idea who was gonna win it. Uh, you know, I, I, you know, I was like the, the world. Uh, I was the first like thinking. seven minutes was like that for me. After, yeah, I had, after I had they to, started working on the ankle, then it got into gear for me. I had to wake up my friends, so they were like, "Oh my god, I can't take this." And I understand it's pro wrestling, and I, I love the slow build up. It just. It it was almost it was it didn't like need to be thirty three fifty four. Yeah, it was that fine it, line between slow and too slow. Yeah. <laughs> I agree, but I, still fantastic. Still fantastic match. Naito uh, hitting his uh, destino to win the match. It was great. Uh, he did not. Everybody wanted him to kick out of the Blade Runner. That was kind of like uh, they were protecting a, it. Subplot that we kept hearing, they still protected the move. He didn't kick out. No, no, and I, I, I think that's for a bigger moment. Yep, I definitely, I agree. Kazuchika Okada Kurobushi, and that is averaging Jay White Tetsuya Naito at three point nine six with five hundred ninety six ratings on Grapple. Okada versus Obushi. Um, 39-16 of the best pro wrestling I've seen until tonight. <laughs> I thought I I personally thought this was the match of the weekend. I gave it a five. Full I went to full five and I had no doubt in my mind. Um Obushi, I, I thought Okada and I, oh, was a little better, but I, I I could see why you thought this was I think what pushed it for me is murder coda. Murder Coda is is a real thing. <laughs> That's that two minute sequence when he was just beating the shit out of Okada. It got uncomfortable. <laughs> it was like yeah. every everyone's looking like there's no way he pulled that punch. He just punched him. <laughs> you know <laughs> that uncomfortable. I thought he was going to pull out Murder Coda for the whole Jay White match. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. We'll get to that later, but. I thought yeah. he was going to pull out Murder Coda for the Jay White match, but I'm glad he didn't. Yeah, I was on the edge of my seat for Murder Coda and what it took to beat Abushi. I think he gave him four or five Rainmakers. It was yeah, like... It was it, ridiculous. It, it, two tombstones. Two tombstones. tombstones. One on yeah. the apron, too. Yeah. So he took the... Uh, and then he, what was the move off the top? Was It wasn't a Tiger Driver. What was it off the top that Coda hit on him? Oh, the uh, German suplex. Yeah, and it was just, it was just, oh my God, it was the best wrestling. If this, like, if there was only one night of Wrestle Kingdom and it ended with this match, I would have been fine with Wrestle Kingdom. But guess what? We get a whole nother night of it. I mean, Makoto Bushi uh, gave it his all, and in almost, 
like Kenny Omega, his first time against Okada in the main event of Wrestle Kingdom, he comes up short. Right. And I want to give a shout out to Kevin Kelly, Chris Charlton, Gino Gambino, and Rocky Romero for pulling off a four-man team. That yes. is not easy for them to Get- stumble upon each other, to do all that shit, to pull out history, to fill in all the gaps, and to shout out many people. That's not yeah. easy. Yeah, they, they shouted out a lot of people we are familiar with on wrestling glitter. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and so, and I saw that I saw Andrew Rich um, <laughs> notice that, and I had to notice that uh, as well. Um, yeah, uh, there was a part where Coda just kicks, uh, gives uh, uh, a kick to the head, and Gambino sold it like it was the worst thing ever. And it was just like, I love when announcers mark out for moves. I just love it. Yeah, it, it, it sells the suspension of disbelief. Yes. So, we go to night two. But night, did you think night one was better than night two? Night one had uh, peaks. It, it, it had a higher peak. And it just had the benefit of... My 365 days or of anticipation. Night two, I had already seen a night of great wrestling. So it was like I was excited for the next night, but I'd already seen a night of great wrestling. It didn't have the benefit of my anticipation. Right. Right. So and also, I, don't know if, I thought night, night two was more consistent. Yeah, in the last four matches of night one were all like four stars and all classics. Last five for me. Last five for me. Yeah, I wouldn't say that same thing. I don't it feel like it was the last two. Yeah, it was the last two. It did not finish as strong. Right. But night two, nonetheless, we go to the gauntlet match for the never open weight champion six man cha- tag team championship. Los Angeles, Stephon, Evil, Shingo, and Bushi defeat most violent players. Toki Makabe and Toriyano and Resuke Taguchi. Chaos of Tomohiro Ishii, Yoshihashi, and Robbie Eagles. Suzuki-gun of Taichi, El Desperado, and Yoshinobu Kanemaru, and Bullet Club of Bad Luck Fale, Yujiro Takahashi, and Chase Owens. This one, 23-23. I, could, I did not make that up, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah. This one, 23-23. It was the a bunch of shout six. Shout out to the person that liked this video, by the way. Whoever hey. did. Shout out. Um, it was a bunch of six man matches. <laughs> yeah, it was boring. It got everybody on. The, it got everybody on the card. And Robbie Eagles know? had a bunch of shine in this match. So. He did. I think you know. Of course, I it's think clear. that's important. Yeah, he's the future. Chaos Jr., you know, he's that guy when Will Ospreay goes on to the next level. So that was good. Uh, you know, I actually, all my previews, I called LIJ winning just because, you know, I was hoping for the golden roll call at the end of the show. But we'll get to it later. Somebody ruins my life. 
We all run lives sometimes. <laughs> Hiromu Takahashi and Ryu Lee defeat Jushin Liger and Naoki Sano with Yoshiaki Fujiwara. Your the future. Yeah, I did Naoki not know. Naoki Sano was really good in this match. He really was. Uh, he hit a double drop kick. I did not know this Fujiwara was the Fujiwara armbar, so that was a nice yes. piece of information. Yes, I knew that. Um, going in, so that was a, that was a nice touch. Um, their mentor. He's the scariest they- looking seventy year old you could ever see. And yes. He can fucking stretch you for days. Absolutely. Uh, it's just like I would not want to be in that dude's grasp because me being forty years, thirty years younger than him, I don't think he. I don't think there's anything I could do about it. Uh, they did the tease, the whole rivalry between Takahashi and Ryu Lee. Takahashi, when coming in the ring, and Ryu Lee was opened up the rope for him. Just he didn't have his. And Ryu normal... Lee had the ROH World Television Championship, and it was barely mentioned. LOL. Yes, yes, and he had his, but he had his Liger Liger tribute mask on, which was really cool. Uh, but yeah, uh, this match went as a lot of people thought it was gonna go. Uh, they tease Liger getting the pin, you know, and then Takahashi hit just time bomb. hit time bomb, dropped Liger in Liger's last match, and that's kind of how he wanted to go out. He wanted to go out getting pinned by the junior champion. Yes, um, he he went out on his back, and a, I mean, just like Jushin Liger. A gentleman and a professional, he went out like he was taught to go out, you know, when he was trained. How all all the legends were taught to go out. You go out on your back. And he did. For the first match, I gave 2.5. The average was 2.62 on 78 ratings. The Jushin Liger retirement match, 3.19 on 147 ratings. I gave three stars, too. I gave that also three stars. It was but- just... Stars don't fucking matter in this fucking instance. Yes, uh... It's a million stars for the moment. And speaking of the moment... Yikes! Of all the times New Japan World decides to crash... Yeah, um... They they were a victim of their own timing. Uh, The show started at 11 p.m., so what that meant is a lot more people in America Could were going to be up to watch it. And 9 p.m. Pacific, too. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, it was a lot more reasonable time. So they were just going to... They just got I flooded got it with... Out. I got it yeah, out today. They got flooded with, with a lot of U.S. people trying to access the stream. And it, it sucked. And everybody's like, do better, but there's no way yeah there's no way there was no way to predict that you know if we didn't crash it last night you know most people think you know no you'll have no yeah you think you think it would be less you would think it would be less people watching it tonight but because of the time a lot more people yeah yeah jericho the stipulation and the double title you just had more people staying up to watch it. Um, we'll get into the attendance numbers and everything like that after we get into the um, main event. Um, 
because there are some thoughts I have with that. Um, Rapunky 3K showing you with Rocky Romero defeat Bullet Club with Taiji Ishimori and Nelson Tasma. I was a little disappointed. I thought this. I thought it was a very entertaining match. The whole things with the cup thing and Rocky telling that story, I I was interested in. I went three and a half on the I match. I went three and a half too, but I wanted Bullet Club <laughs> to retain. I I figured showing you. I'm tired your... of Rapunky 3K winning the Super Junior Tag League every year and fucking winning at Wrestle Kingdom. I think this was the last year of it. I mean, it's just a gut feeling. I'm not going on inside information or anything, but I think they've done all they can. Yep, yep, and show needs to be a big player in the junior division. Yeah, uh, I love their, I love their finisher. I've never seen it before. Tribute to the Lucha Bros, the package pile driver with the double stump. And that match averaged a three point three nine with one hundred twenty three ratings. Zack Sabre yes. Jr. versus Sonata. I gave this a three point seven five. Good grappling. I I love their matches. I went four just because I love the style of match. I know I'm probably the high one on that one, but I I just love. No, you're with the consensus, honestly. Three point eight two. Yeah, I love how they move and it's so fluid. And even when they go into those pin transitions, it looks like they're trying to pin each other. You know, it doesn't not. It's not just like. It's not just like. It doesn't look like a dance. It looks like each of them are trying to pin each other, and I'm caught up in it, and it's just as move. It moves just as fast as like a junior heavyweight match where there's a lot of flips and stuff. I enjoy that just as much as I enjoy this. Yes. So then we have Hiroki Goto defeat. No, I mean Juice Robinson losing to John Moxley. I went three and a half on this. I went two and three quarters. I mean, it it was it was entertaining. Again, it really was like a no DQ match, and it, and it was short, which is what I want from my no DQ matches. And I I like that it was definitive. You know, he he hit him with the the Death Rider, then hit him with the other. You know, hit him with another one, the elevated Death Rider, and just beat him. It wasn't. Yeah, there it was. was no it wasn't much fanfare. I thought I thought it would be much more than that. It was building more to what happened after the match. Yeah, yeah, I thought there would be much more fanfare to it. Yeah, uh, after the match. Though, yeah. <laughs> after the match, we got the fanfare. We got the fanfare. We hear a music hit, and you hear the start, and you're like, no, it's not him. Oh, Think- God. Kostandi Hare. Yes. I, I flip and jumped out of my seat. I was like, yes. Thank yes. God. Yes. Moxley, when he first got released from the WWE, he said he wanted to fight Minoru Suzuki. Uh, when he was going after Lance Archer in the World Tag League, the first thing he did when he went in is he dropped Minoru Suzuki with uh, Death Rider. And that's all it took to piss off Minoru Suzuki, who not only came to the ring, he took off his clothes and he came out in the ring ready to fight. He was like, are we? The the, the announcers were teasing like it was going to uh, be for the U.S. title, but it was 
That yeah, would, it was. That would have been a thing. That would have been a thing. But yeah, they just battled and forearmed each other, and of course Moxley had just fought a match, so uh, of course Suzuki got the. Kenta just uh, tweeted, by the way. Hey world, here I am. Who? Kenta. Oh really? Yes, that's awesome. And then, uh, yeah, uh, got style pause driver dropped Moxley on his head and walked out the ring. The sale job for Moxley after this fighting the young boys because he didn't know where he was at or who he was fighting. And like, he didn't know what just happened to him. I thought it was beautiful. Um, Minoru Suzuki, Jefferson, John Moxley, take all my money. Take it all. You take it all. Have, oh, you yeah. Need to yeah inject that in my veins. <laughs> yes. I mean, cause let me tell you, that's going to be a fight. It's not going to be a wrestling match. Yeah, it's going to be a fight. Um, next match, Hiroki Goto defeats the aforementioned Kenta. Yeah, he beat Kenta. I was hoping Kenta won. Uh, I'm not Bullet Club boy, but I am Bullet Club adjacent. I, I, I do root for a lot of people in the Bullet Club. And Hiroki Goto is Hiroki Goto. He's like the most He's consistent... Of New Japan Pro Wrestling. He's consistent and he's the hundred time never open champion or whatever. And he'll probably fight with Tomohiro Ishii. No, I'm just kidding. It's just he's all he's always there. So um know what? It will be a good title ring. He beat him with the GTR. Bring it. Yeah, he will. Because whenever I mean, he has that title, he always brings it. He always brings it. Um, but uh, what did I go on that? One? I think I went three and a quarter on it. I went three and three quarters on it. Three and three quarters, yeah. Um, three point eight yeah. is the consensus on grapple. It was a very, very physical, uh, strong style match. And then Jay White, Kota Ibushi. I did not connect with this match at all. I am a Jay White fan. I, I don't like when Jay White fights Naito because they do a lot of the similar stuff and it really slows the match down. But when he's in somewhere with like Kota, Okada, Tanahashi, people that want to just fight, his style tactics tell a story to me. This one I thought was a good match. I would not call it a great match. I think I went I went three seven five on it, and I did love I loved all the outside interference. You know, Coda being taken advantage of. You know, I I loved it. I thought it told the perfect story. Jay White is the perfect piece of shit heel, and that's what he. It, I mean, he did that to a, a perfection tonight. Yeah, yeah, and I still went three and a half on it. It's not like I totally detested the thing. It's still very good in my eyes. No, and I just checked my rating. I actually did go four on it. I went four on it. 3.66 was the consensus there. Yeah. Chris Jericho uh, versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. So, to a person that hosts an AEW podcast, this was my most anticipated match of the week. Yeah. Uh, let me tell you uh, the point of we went from not even saying AEW's name on the show to. The AEW champion being announced and him wearing the AEW belt and a stipulation, known stipulation of the match being if he won, he would get an AEW title shot. 
uh, and open the forbidden door. The fact that AEW was mentioned so much on Wrestle Kingdom means every like meant everything to me. Like it was brilliant. Was, it was brilliant it, marketing. And and it, it's clear that it seems like it's clear that something's going on. It is something has been agreed upon because it was just it was just too. too yeah, it was just too upfront about AEW. It was like something they had mentioned for a year. They probably mentioned twenty times during this match. Uh, Jericho, uh, Jericho crushes the heart and soul of all AEW fans everywhere by uh, tapping out Tanahashi with the Lion Tamer. It was not the walls of Jericho; it was the Lion Tamer. Yeah, it it was a very good match. Two veterans going in there and putting on a oh, clinic. And I, I still hold best frog splash to me in history. I mean, I love the Eddies. But Tanahashi's is a weapon. It is a it is a yeah, yeah, violent. Tanahashi's is violent. Eddie's was beautiful. Tanahashi's <laughs> is violent. Yes, when he hits you with that move, I don't expect you to get up. And the fact that he'll hit you out of every position, he'll you know he'll, you'll be on your back and he'll hit you with it. It's great. And his dragon screw is a thing of beauty. I thought this match was the perfect match. Of how these two had to work against each other. Yes. I, I yeah. thought this was a brilliant match. Four and a quarter for me. I went four and a quarter also. So we were in line on that <laughs> This one. is full of fucking funny. <laughs> yes. Well, I, we, it was in line. It was like we were, you know. You know, we were watching the same match. You know, it was, it was great. And but then Chris Jericho got the submission, and he pretty he won pretty definitively. You know, yeah. you don't get too much def- more definitive than a tap out. So. And tapping out Hiroshi fucking Tanahashi, in Tokyo <laughs> yeah, Dome. yes, in his fucking belt ring. Yes, yes. Uh, I'm hoping Tanahashi comes and looks for revenge. Yeah. So the consensus rating on Gravel was four point one four. So yeah, yeah, we were right in line with. What's oh, that? the uh, grapple rating has gone up in the Tetsuya Naito defeating Kazuchika Okada. I went to full five. I I went to full five. It was sometimes in wrestling, doing what is expected is the right thing to do. Yes. And to, this was the emotional moment. Uh, there was a couple times where he hit that Rainmaker, and I literally thought Kokato was going to win, and my heart dropped. That 2.999 count? <laughs> yes. That fucking scared me. Yes, my, my heart dropped. My heart almost broke for Tanaito, and the match wasn't even over yet. I, you know, I was completely emotionally taken I, by this match. And that's why I like this match more than Ibushi. I wasn't emotionally invested in Nobushi. I was more emotionally invested in Naito. And I'm yeah. not the biggest Naito stand either. Yes. Uh, he hit but that there's running. something about Naito that gets you invested in him. Yeah, he hit the running Nestito. And then, you know, he was going for the full one. And he almost uh, reversed it into the tombstone. Then he dropped him with the Gloria. And I was just like, dude... It was just perfectly storytelling. Then he finally hit the Stardust Press. He finally yeah, that hit poetic. it. That was poetic. that was 
That was poetic. And then he hits the Destino one, two, three in the middle of the ring. It was beautiful. And then that moment when he's on the mic and he says, I want to do this again. And, Co- uh, and uh, Okada gives him the fist, like the Destino fist, to say, yeah, we can definitely do this again. Uh, it was perfect storytelling. Man, uh, God, I'm like, it literally, like, I'm so amped still. Like, this happened, what, we're almost at an hour and a half ago, two hours ago. I am still amped up like the match. Yeah, just, I am so amped. <laughs> just like, this was perfect storytelling. It was like, it was. This, is when, this is when great performance and this perfect storytelling need to get, yeah. It, it is like, I don't know. It's, New Japan is the best entering product in the world. And because that's what they care about. Their focus is putting on great matches and they put on their best matches at their biggest show. And I don't know if the Japanese style of storytelling would work in America, but I love that I get to watch it a few times a year. I love it. Yes, it, it was, but it's not Japanese style. It's just storytelling. It's not. It's old territory style storytelling done by Gato, a Hall of Fame Booker. Yes, yes, and unfortunately, Bow I down to the Hall of Famer ban. Yeah, Kiss I will his tell. Feet. Yes, I will tell everybody that Attitude Era ruined American wrestling. Even though I loved the Attitude Era while I was in it, every everyone. Yeah, Attitude Era did run American wrestling. Because people, when they watch it, they don't know the patience of a 35-minute wrestling match anymore between two people. No. You know, just a great match. The story that it told, the triumph, the exhaustion, the pain, how he was working. fucked it up. Okada Okada went... Okada went just... He was a competitor, and he went after that knee hard and he put him through that table and you know a lot of people would call that heel but it wasn't heel he was just trying to win yeah dick you know? yeah was just being a dick yeah and it was just like Lady Okada went to a dark now. place and Naito overcame it and that's wrestling yep and Naito oh my god <sighs> yeah yes and so Naito gets the win Gets presented the double belts, right? Yeah, gets presented. Then he does a little speech. He does a little speech. Says, you know, how happy he is. He's like, this is really good. And he says, are you ready for the roll call? And he says all the LIJ members' names. And then... Gato has the balls. (laughs) Yes. The moment people have been building for for three years... Is ruined by who? The most hated man in Japanese wrestling, Kenta. Kenta, brilliant. And, and he he was a caps all caps heel. Now, let me tell you, as far as the storyline, I loved it. They just booked. But, they just booked another money match. They just booked Wrestle Kingdom fifteen. They just sold out another dome. That's what they did in this angle. The, but I will say this. This is the reason Floyd, the little eight-year-old Floyd that used to watch wrestling, 
hates face factions. Where the hell was his boys? Um, maybe it'll get revealed tomorrow that somebody was holding the door. Yes, because I was like, seriously, I was expecting all of them to sprint as hard as possible down there and Kenta to escape. I wasn't expecting an altercation. Kenta to escape, and then L.I.J. helped the boy out. I'm not saying prevent not the attack. The, not it, do I'm, the roll call or anything. Just help the boy out. It helped the boy out. Only person that came down was Bushi. I'm afraid. I was like, when it Bushi was Bushi. is a geek. Yeah, I think I was like, Kenta could go back in and kick his ass too <laughs> if he wanted to. No, but it was just one of those. It was one of those minor things that I was like, I understand why it's done, because it's great storytelling and it you know makes your face strong or whatever. But it's just one of those things that made me always hate face factions because if Jay White had gotten jumped, all seventeen members of the Bullet Club would have been down there defending him. But when uh, when the face gets jumped. His guys seem to be conveniently not watching the monitor. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. But it was brilliant. Right? And let me tell you, brilliant. They they, they booked the angle for us. Like 50. Yes. And, and we're on January 5th. Yeah. They could. Uh, it Did could, you find uh, it def- interesting that they didn't announce what they're doing for the dome next year? Uh, from what I understand... Uh, they they said they had some surprises. The NJP Global said, you know what? We just didn't want to tell you everything. So they're going to roll it out slowly. I think we're going to get more G1 shows in America this year, though. I think so. I hope one comes to Philadelphia. You know what? I've never been to Philadelphia, but if one comes to Philadelphia, I might have to make that trip. I I, I, am, I I am from Philadelphia, so I live in Philadelphia. I live in a suburb called Bryn Mawr, so okay. we would have to meet up. Yes, because I went to the G1 in Dallas, and that was one of the best experiences ever. Uh, pure, like, Japanese wrestling in America. It was just really cool. So I don't I, – I, I imagine – well, hold on. They're not on Access anymore, so they might not do Dallas again. Uh, but yeah, wherever that's... they do, I will show up. I would love for them to go to Chicago because, you know. Camp. Tampa. They're not doing Tampa. Yeah. God. God. Yeah. What venue would they run? <laughs> yeah. They're doing uh, what one of the New Beginning shows or the New Japan Global, uh, America. They're doing one of those shows in, in Tampa. So uh, Mr. Donovan, I'll get to go see that. Uh, Mr. Don. Oh, they're doing it at the Coliseum in St. Petersburg. Which is awesome. So. And then. Huh? And then we'll do the attendance number real quick. Evan okay. Deadly. Our source here is Evan Deadly Sins on Twitter. At Evan Deadly Sins. Evan Deadly Sins W. I wanted to get his name right because he's the moderator of the Reddit page on New Japan and 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 
as the attendance number. So, day one, they broke the 40,000 threshold. 40,008. Day two, 30,063. Total, 70,071. That is, um, that was a great number. Really impressive numbers. Uh, I doubt they wouldn't want to do this again. No, no. And they blew an Okada NATO match for 10,000 less fans. (laughs) Or, or they, a lot of people assumed it was going to be Naito Okada and Naito and Okada sold 70,000 tickets. You can look at it either way. Yeah, I, I would rather look at it at the former way. <laughs> I was like, you can look at it either way. You can say that. I mean, I have been hearing that this main event was going to be Naito and Nakata for two years. <laughs> two years. And it ended up being it. And I know a lot of people, I know a lot of people signed up for Wrestle Travel and made the trip. Because they expected it to be Naito and Nakata. Yeah. I'm not going to say all 70,000 people, but I know a lot of extra people that normally wouldn't have made the trip made the trip because of that. Right. So, I don't know. I don't know. They might have blew it, or they might have, you know, this might have been the story. They might have gotten everything they wanted out of it. But you're not getting 70,000 different people. Yeah. That's that's what you did. That's true. It was that's true. I don't know. It was I I I don't think it was anything but a financial success for them. I think it's a financial success. If you try to spend any other way than a success. But yeah, I do I think they could have got another show out of it. Yeah, I you know when I did my prediction show, I predicted Obushi cuz what I said is what I would have done is had Ibushi beat Okada, uh, then Naito beat Ibushi, then Ibushi got his title run, and he, you know, he got his one-night title reign or whatever. And then I would have done everything to build to another dome show, maybe Dominion, and that would have you know, been Okada. And you uh, went in October this year because of the Olympics. Yeah. And they're going yeah. back to Raya Goku. Because of the Olympics. Yeah, I am uh yeah, I'm very excited about this. I'm very excited about this next year. I, I like I'm a guy I'm very super excited about Naito's title run. How long it's gonna be, who his major challenge is gonna be. gonna be. Huh? How long each reign's gonna be because they're not gonna unify the belts. Correct. I think I think you should just give up the intercontinental belt. I think they should do an intercontinental tournament. Maybe the winner of the New Japan Cup. That would be the- such a wimpy move, though, for Naito. Have him defend it like once or twice before he gives it up. But my whole thing is, you His beat the world champion. The Intercontinental Belt, anyway. So. Yeah, yeah. So I, th- I think he's gonna give it up. But I don't know if he defends both. That's cool. I saw it in ROH with Jay Lethal, and I thought that was dope. But every other time I've seen it. You know, you give up one of the belts. That was a blast. 
That was a blast. I am very excited about. I'm very excited about New Year's Dash. I think you're gonna see some you're surprises. See some surprises. Yes, you and, are. And I think you're gonna see some people from AEW. I made that prediction, and I'm sticking with it. You're still sticking to it. Okay. I'm still sticking with it. Uh, from what I understand, unless I've seen wrong, I've looked on Twitter, and you know, there's certain people that haven't tweeted in quite a few t- quite a few days, and I think they uh, might be Young making Bucks, a- uh Kenny now, Omega, Ortiz and Santana. Really? Oh, they have yet. They haven't tweeted in like five days. I'm not saying they're anywhere. They might just be taking a break from the internet, but. I think we might see something. That's funny. Yeah. But neither one. I, I would check their Instagram, their Twitter. They haven't tweeted. They Like I said, they might just be taking a break. This is the time of year you spend with your family. I don't know. But it just it got my mind turning. It got the wheels turning in my brain. Floyd, your socials. Yes. You, you can follow me on Twitter at Floyd Johnson Jr., or the show uh, at, uh, at AT Elite Pod. Uh, yeah, uh, me, Tiffany, and Amy record our show. Uh, record our show every Saturday. We alternate between Tiffany and Amy. This week we had Jeremy on uh, doing an AEW theme review uh, preview of New Japan uh, of Wrestle Kingdom. So I know you've already seen the show, but still check it out. Yes, and Gen the Ring has taken a couple week hiatus. Because of the holidays, um, we'll be back at it this week, hopefully with a guest to review Wrestle Kingdom. Beast Mike will give his full thoughts, and this will be on the feeds on the socialsuplex.com, and Social Suplex has a new feed as well. So that's exciting. Shouldn't affect the back end, but I'm just so excited, and I just can't hide it. Yeah, leave all your ratings and reviews for all the shows. We appreciate it. Yes, for for all the individual streams too. So yeah, yeah, definitely. Yes. So thank you. I'm gonna end the stream now. All right. We had four playbacks, three peak concurrence, one new subscriber. That's cool. It was on my press slam. I'm going to stop. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc